<laughs> this is a Head Cannon Circus production. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? We're back. We didn't get canceled. We're still on air. We're on the run, but we still on air. You know, thank God. Because we know that last episode was a heater. I, I, I got some comments. Even my fiance was, was telling me about it. I'm like, oh, damn. Sweet. Might be getting some traction out there in the streets. So that's good. But um, once again, we're here. Gladiator Cypher podcast, uh, latest episode. We got a, a jam-packed episode for you all today. Lots of music to go over, some culture talk, and then we'll get y'all on up out of here. How are you doing, gentlemen? Man, I'm doing all right, man. No, I'm just saying I'm doing all right, man. Just trying to get this computer not to start fucking shit up, like always. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm doing a little better than Nip when it comes to that, so I guess I can't complain. Yeah, cap, caps lock is a motherfucker, man. When you put your password in, make sure the cap lock. Oh, <laughs> man! I think that was woke Twitter that got you, man. I don't know if it, it was cap slide. I think they put a little bug in you. <laughs> they might, they might have got me. They might have got me the fuck up out of here. You right about that? Fuck. <laughs> I feel you. All right. Well, let's get into our top three. So we got the uh, top three solo artists from a group that we're going to be rolling off here. So I'll get started. Uh, I guess we can start from least to favorite. Right. All right. And then, so my first choice is going to be Lionel Richie uh, from the Ooh. Commodores. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to hate. Go ahead. So, you know, Mama Say, Mama Sama, Makusa, and all that. <laughs> he had a good career at the Commodores. And he had a lot of uh, solo success. So I decided to pick him as my third. Right, I mean, wasn't shit without them dark skinned niggas behind him, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Richie was some bullshit when he left them niggas, man. Mm-mm-mm. That's all I, I got to say about that. Was. I was wondering what the beef was. Okay. <laughs> you, you think it's some, it's some colorism in there. I see what you're saying there. Okay. I see what I'm trying to throw under. <laughs> he wasn't shit without the dark skinned niggas, them shining all niggas. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Who your number three then, since you hating out here? Number three. Mm, I'm gonna go Q-tip. Mm. That's a good pick. I'm gonna go. Q-tip. I mean, I'm, production. We should all have the same. I'm gonna just preface this shit by we should all have the same number one. Oh, for sure, 100. percent We should all have the same. <laughs> we should all have the same number one. <laughs> right. I know this is gonna be funny because um, I don't think I got the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause you tripping. We should all have the same number one. Yeah, Chris about to get canceled. I'm gonna get canceled. I'm I'm going PC. Do you feel like you feel like Q-Tip accomplished that much as a solo? It's production wise, I guess. If I include his production side, maybe. But as a solo artist, I feel like what was it? The Bobby thing album. I don't know. Yeah, Q-Tip had some jamming shit by itself. The 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 Mm -hmm. vibrant shit. The fucking was the the Q was that the Q album or some shit like that? Shit was alright. I, yeah, I, I like it solo yeah. shit. Okay. Uh, my number three is going to be Buster. Coming from Leaders of the New School. Mm-hmm. Rap legend. I mean, his. I mean, people don't even remember he was in a group. Let's just go yeah, that far. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's Jokers crazy. Don't even man. remember he was yeah, in a group. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, I'm going to go Buster, man, as my number three on that one. What you got, Chris? I have no All problems right. with that. 
going up next we got uh now i don't know this one's a little bit controversial to me i would say tupac and the reason i say that is because he's with digital underground Digital underground yeah i mean he started dancing but he, he was featured on uh one of their songs you know he had his verse on there same song i believe um, i mean digital underground Pac is my favorite Pac anyway so okay. i ain't gonna hate <laughs> i don't know Nick, look over his I'm not a Pac fan, so I don't really care. Man. You know, fuck Pac. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got number two, Dep. And he tormenting my man Will Smith from the grave, so we still not fucking hmm. with him. So he t- entangled from <laughs> beyond? <laughs> entangled uh, from the grave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck. Number two, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go Jada Kiss, number two. Wow. Ooh. Jada, I'm gonna go, okay. I'm gonna go Jada kiss number two. Montega Jada. That's that's a good. Yeah. I think he definitely had probably the most illustrious career out of the, the locks, solo wise. Th- I would say. You think so? Because I, I think I, so. I, he maybe sold the most, but I feel like Styles. He is sold the, best the most. Career. Styles is a better fucking rapper. Like that just that's the oh, Ghost so, is a better rapper. Ghost is a better. He's a better. We don't gonna have an argument right now, but Ghost is definitely a better fucking rapper. <sighs> But I will say this. I will say this. When you said it out your mouth, I took it as disrespect. But after you just said, you just think he's a better rapper because usually you get flagrant after you say things like that. No, be like, no, Jada's my fucking man. Oh, no, okay, all right, all right. No, 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 no. No, I, I, I probably I don't disagree. But if you're talking better, I'm like, I think it's real close. It's close to this that yeah. much. Yeah. Um, sorry, Sheik. Uh, my number two is gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Beyonce. I mean, I'm gonna do it for the ladies. Ah, okay. Beyonce ah, kill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just keep it real. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, my yeah. daughters would never know about Destiny Child. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's how much she killed the game. So, um, we, we might as well just let Chris get his number. Hey, Chris, fact, you spent the fuck fact, up on, the whole stop. episode. Hold on, stop right shit. Like, <laughs> me and Nick, we're gonna pretty much just say our number one. Say the same shit. Go, Chris, because I'm assuming both me and Nick number one is Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So what the fuck you got, Chris? I had Beyonce as the number one. Oh, oh, oh hell no! He's fucking tripping. This nigga such a this nigga you know clearly high. No, I didn't even, I didn't even think about the rapper. I didn't even think about um. Mike didn't even come to mind until Jason had mentioned that, and not because he's not a solo artist that came from a group, but I just feel like he's probably like the biggest artist of all time. So I'm like, okay. He right. already got the distinction. So I'm not going. It don't matter if if I put him in his list or not. He already set himself way apart from the rest of the pack. So I don't think he's gonna be too mad at me. He ain't gonna chamal me Man. from the grave from beyond. I, I I watch Martin. Don't run up on Mike in the streets. I saw Mike <laughs> don't do Martin. Not do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't hear R. voice. R.I.P. M.J. My nigga M.J. gone. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right, y'all. We had a fun little spirited top three for you all. Uh, now let's get into some of these album reviews. Uh, starting off, uh, why don't we give Vince Staples a run through? So he came out with a self-titled. Uh, I don't know if this is an album or just an EP, but I'm gonna call it the album. Uh, his project, Vince Staples. How did y'all like it? Yeah, I'll jump off here, man. Vince. I mean, it's Vince being Vince. Mm-hmm. I- it, it has a low energy feel, but I feel it was Vince's attempt to kind of smooth out, which mm-hmm. I did kind of vibe with. The it, This is going to sound like a negative and a positive at the same time when I go through it. 
I feel like Vince reinvents himself almost every album, every album, but it never allows you to get used to who he is in the album before. So, like, if like how we did FM, I was expecting something similar to that, so I could get more familiar and get like expand Vince out. Mm-hmm. And then this one's completely different. And mm-hmm. I know right. I, I, you know, I'm on the show and I love artists that experiment and do different things. But I feel like when you are something, you got to give me at least two to three albums of you being that. And kind of fully explore whatever that is you're going to be before you reinvent yourself. I mean, one of the greatest artists of all time we talk about is Snoop. Snoop has reinvented himself like four or five times, but his albums almost you can almost put a lock them down to say sequels or trilogies of him being a certain persona. So mm-hmm. I like that about Vince, but I feel like I like the Vince that was on FN more. So mm-hmm. I wanted to hear more of that Vince on this album because I like that Vince, and then I got mm-hmm. a completely new one. Which wasn't bad. Um, so this album just, it, but again, it still feels like a Vin, uh, Vince Staples albums. My pros on there are like lyrically, Vince is still top notch. I think he was a little lazier on this one, but I, mm. I don't know if I confuse that because his flow was more laid back, or because I just don't, I don't have any memorable hitting lyrics that I remember like the other ones I do. Mm. Um, but saying that, I, I gotta start giving Vince some respect on his choosing good beats and what he puts together on his production, like mm-hmm. for this to have a completely different feel from his other albums, the beat selection is good. And you know, a lot of artists, when they do a different feel for themselves, they don't do very well with the production side of it mm-hmm. because they, I guess they over qualify their talent. So I, I give him props that he picked the right beats for himself. He does those pretty well. He gets in the pocket pretty good. Uh, and I said, my con is the same thing I just mentioned. It just, every album feels different. So it was jarring to hear this different Ben Staples compared to what I came, walked into the album thinking. Uh, my favorite songs on there are Take Me Home and the very first track, uh, Are You With That, are my two favorite songs I like the most mm-hmm. on there. So all in all, I know we'll give our rankings, uh, uh, my ra- our ratings after this, after everybody goes. So that's my take on uh, Ben Staples, Vince Staples. What you got? Uh, I, I'm not going to say I dislike the album. Um, hey, keep that I same think- text energy you had. What about Vince? Yeah, no, I don't even think he mentioned Vince. I ain't saying nothing about Vince in the, in, the, in the text. I was talking about the IDK joint. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we hold on for that. My bad. Vince, All right. I must Vince have read that then. I like the Vince joint, but I need I need I need more energy when we killing niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just need it. I need more energies when we killing niggas. I just when we, when we sliding. When we, when, I need more. I need more energy. Like he is talking. I don't know if niggas is listening to what he's saying in these songs, but he is spitting some of the most gangster shit yeah. over like some like soft ass. Like I'm gonna just lay here and chill, smoke a He talk about Mac Ten's goddamn pop. God, I, I need some energy, can it? Like. You talk about popping niggas and melons, and this shit is just some laid back California weed Raging bull. Shit. Yeah. Just arm out the window, lazily. Uh. If we finna, yeah, if we finna go, we finna go. This shit is too late, goddamn back. Yeah, yeah. He's that's, a just, little, that, that's just my take on it. I I, I still like it. You mm-hmm. know, I, I'm always down for the for the for the for the for the stupid shit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that too. Also, 
I like it to the fact that it was short. Sorry, I just want to mm-hmm. add that in. I yeah, like the yeah, fact yeah, it was yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Vince Staples fan. I remember listening to his other projects, and now that you mention it, I kind of remember FM, but it's like I never really go to his stuff. So it's outside of like his singles, like Northside and some of the other stuff that gained some traction. I can't really think back too hard about his previous catalog, but I will say I felt like I liked this one a lot more than his other ones during my time listening to him. And I think it was because maybe it was a, a little laid back, a little bit more laid back. Like if you listen to some of his first stuff versus this one, it's like a different flow. I feel like he's not as loud or, or not necessarily grating, but his voice is very unique. He had, his voice has a unique characteristic to it. And I feel like sometimes if he has too much energy, it kind of puts me off because I'm like, I really don't bang for his voice that much. I don't know. It's just me, certain rappers, I can't stomach too much of them if they start getting too hype. But I like this one because he had the lyrics on there. The beat selection was great, like Jay said. And mm. he was just kind of, you know, going through the motions, really. Um, I like that he approached this from a, a more laid back stance. I feel like it, it let me kind of not harp on the voice so much and really listen to what he was saying and just absorb the whole vibe that you know the project is giving you it's very vibey it's a very vibey yeah, project yeah. but I, I liked it for sure it's definitely it's probably one of my favorites from him so far i probably well, got to go back I, and listen to his other ones but i, I like this one I'm a lot listen. i'm gonna listen to this one again because like i said again and i mentioned like i felt it wasn't as lyrically potent as his other stuff but i think mm-hmm. it may be like nips talking about it but just saying like and i mentioned like i think because he's so laid back it felt mm-hmm. more the album felt more conversational than actually mm-hmm. like musical, if that's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And when I I feel like when we do the rating, it'll show that I have respect for the album. But I thought mm-hmm. that like kind of even hearing Nip say it and kind of was just saying like it did. It felt more like this dude just sitting back talking about his life or giving us scenarios and telling stories. It didn't feel like a like a, a like a rap album. It just felt like mm-hmm. a chill ass like cool. I mean, damn, I ain't gonna say an audio book, but. Like he just had a vibe yeah. and just relax. It was like a cool, yeah. it, was a cool it was a cool out album. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the last one I like Big Fish Theory was the joint that I was that I was banging with. Yeah, oh Big Fish Theory's tight. Big Fish Theory, right. That's the one I didn't I listened to FML, but I was yeah. Big Fish Theory was the joint that I was on. <laughs> I think that's the same too. That's probably the one that came to my head. I knew it was, it was one of those. Couldn't remember. But yeah, I enjoyed the album. Um I'll go ahead and kick off the ratings then. I gave this one a solid four out of five. I, I like the project a lot. Um, I probably listened to it maybe three times mm. already. So, I mean, it's cool to me. Um, definitely looking forward to more Vince Staples. Uh, I feel like he kind of kind of disappears for a little bit, then he'll pop back up. But um, it was a good project. I'm looking forward to hearing more from him. Um, you, you know, and again, I don't want to take – scores away just because i feel like he should do something different he's an artist he should do whatever makes him feel comfortable as an artist i'm gonna do like a 3.5 the only mm-hmm. thing that's keeping me from a that's four is just i think i feel like it's just one piece missing from mm-hmm. it being like a a really great album and it's a really good album i think it's just mm-hmm. and I, I can't put my finger on it when i listen to it as i said i want to listen to it again and actually really dive into the lyrics and what he's mm-hmm. saying because I feel like maybe that will change my score, but I'm gonna go right now. At the I've listened to it twice, a mm-hmm. 3.5. So if my man puts it on, I may bootleg it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's exactly where I was at with a three five. For the gotcha. same okay. reason. Yeah, same gotcha. reason. All right. So overall, 
pretty much in agreeance is good showing by good Mr. Vince yeah. Staples there. So definitely check it out, audience, if you haven't. Again, and that's Vince Staples by Vince Staples. All right, moving along. Next, I don't know how one of our hosts is going to feel about this one. We know the president of the PAWR, they got a whole another side section that's Potters against. So PAWB. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> so we're talking about uh, Snow Allegra, her project, Temporary Heights in the Violet Skies. Um, oh, you're talking, about the, you talking about the, the rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at hold on. What you hold on? Say repeat that again. What what you say? You say the robs, man. The robs. Look here, man. I'm gonna jump this off because I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna take. I ain't gonna tolerate disrespect with my girl Snow. So I'm gonna just keep it 100. Y'all know I'm a snow mark, so y'all know this Mm -hmm. is gonna be. You know what is what it's gonna be. But besides being a snow mark, I mean, it just seems like this chick just you know it just she just can't miss on these things. I, I like her vocals. I think mm-hmm. she got a little bit of sultriness <laughs> in there. I, I know Nip is hating out here, but the R&B vibe on this thing is heavily, heavily, heavy, heavy, heavy. Even to it's so heavy that the joint with her and Tyler made me feel like I was in the 90s listening to an R&B track with a rapper Tyler that come against the parents on there. Tyler saved this album. Let's put it that way. Man, That's how Tony, I feel about get, it. Get the hell yeah. out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, let me fit. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna be like. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Ain't your shirt. I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm a chill. Ain't your shirt, Skip. Unlike unlike her, she didn't drop a whole album online for over a various amount of years. So for mm-hmm. me, getting all these new joints, it felt good. It sounded good. The album felt cohesive. I also, like I said again, she did show a versatility in there. It was some songs in there. And I'm not saying she's this artist, Nip, because I know you're about to go ham. I'm saying that she had a sultry vibe in some of her songs that was reminiscent to Sade. She had some songs that felt like Alicia Keys. She had some songs that felt very Martin Popish too, as well. Nip, we're not gonna do this, man. We, we, gonna, we ain't gonna do this. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you finish. Uh, <laughs> the cause we lean back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She had some feels. Again, I, 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 I said I said she wasn't the artist. I'm saying she had. Vibes of sex appeal through her vocals. You're not gonna sit and tell me that some of these songs did not feel sexy, and that was primarily just based off of her vocal talent. Not saying she shot they vocally, saying vocal? that she was okay. You're yeah. not saying that she's on her vocal level. Okay, okay, right. I as I said, okay. okay, it's a certain people that can sing sultry. A lot of people can't sing sultry. So you think Sade's she sings sultry? You think she, she sings sing sultry. sultry? But I don't think she can do it as better. Nobody can do it better than Sade. Let's not get the game messed up here. I'm saying that she can sing sultry. And I think that's a rare thing that people can't get off. I know you're whispering ambiguously race, but it's the difference between <laughs> them doing it and her doing it. She actually feels like she's in that pocket. But we're going to let you get your review in a second. I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to yeah. disrespect the young Yakubian queen. I don't want to I don't, I don't, I don't do that. So I would just say maybe this style of R&B isn't for me. And we'll leave it at that. I don't want to disrespect the uh, young Yakubian queen. Anyway, my favorite joint song is We Don't Have to Talk About It, which feels like an Alicia Keys song. Naturally, Neon Peaches and In the Moment with uh, Tyler is it, just, especially In the Moment, In the Moment kind of crank, man. It feels like an old mm-hmm. 90s R&B song. Like if it had switched out Tyler for Keith Sweat and um, uh, Snow for somebody else, it felt like a Keith Sweat song the way they was going back and forth on that one. 
Um, and then the other part oh, of it in the, uh, in the moment or neon peaches. In the moment. Okay. Like how Ty, Tyler layers layers his vocals over her sound too. Yeah, it sounds really dope. It's like almost like a back yeah. and forth. Like yeah. she's like, oh blah blah blah. And he responds to it. Like I felt like it felt real cute sweatish. Um make this last forever. So now nah, and then uh taste. I like taste on this. So y'all already know my pros because ain't gonna nothing. My cons, I really don't got no cons. The only thing I would probably say is that I know because of how she looks, she's not gonna get the hype for how good this album is because a lot of cats. I ain't gonna name nobody else on the show. Look at her and initially be like, oh, I mean, it's gonna be all right. And then and from there, it's already gonna be on the disrespect train. So I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm gonna get my rating later, but I, that, that's what I got. I like it. I was vibing with it. Shout out to my girl Snow. I don't know who Chris gonna let go next, but I'm gonna go. I'll go next. So we'll save Nick for last. <laughs> so, Jay, were you saying I'm not gonna disrespect the Yakubian queen? I think. <laughs> I, I think she stole everybody. You know, you know what? Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. So, Jay, <laughs> wait, I want to get this straight, though. So you were saying that based on her looks, like you think people are not going to like her because she's what? Like, what about her appearance? A Yakubian. Oh, that, yeah. I think because she <laughs> sings better than a lot of black chicks in the form mm-hmm. that black chicks are supposed to sing this good in. This mm. nigga's who, who, who? Hold on, there. Hold on. Before you trip out. Name somebody recent that's a black chick outside of maybe her that could do this album better than, than what she did on this album. I think Ari Lennox, probably. Thank you. No, hell no. Ari Lennox, thank you. Ari Lennox can't do the pop shit. The pop shit on Snow Shalice Kid. Well, I don't Ari like Lennox pop can, shit. So I, I know, I, but I Ari Lennox can't yeah, do the pop yeah, shit. I, 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 okay, okay. That's a good point. All right, I can't fuck with the pop shit. That's I don't like point. pop music. So oh, I, I know. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just saying that's yeah. why I like the album right. because she's bouncing through styles similar to her. But her probably the only one I know that can do that effectively and knock it out. A lot of these other chicks is going to struggle with that. Yeah, the pop shit is, I don't know. But when mm. you start talking about sultry and soul and all that shit, I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I don't feel The shit feels manufactured. I don't like it. I don't like it. That bitch don't eat grits. I don't like it. <laughs> she said, uh, still cut oats only. She put sugar in her grits. She don't eat grits. She eat fucking, I don't know what she eat. Hey, slow down. She, I'll put sugar in my she, Slow down. She, she, she avocado toast and some shit. You can't eat avocado toast and sing for me. That's all I'm saying. You got to eat mm. grits, almond grits and shit with some poke in it. You know what I'm saying? She don't do that. She don't look, do that. Look, I like... This is my first time really messing with a it. snow project. You got to have gravy in your vocal cords when you get to singing to me. You got to have gravy stuck in this when, motherfucker. When you say yeah, all this, all I think about is the movie Soul Food and Big Mama died talking that shit you saw. <laughs> That's all I think about in my head. Your arm on fire, mom. <laughs> oh, no, don't do Big Mama like that. How <laughs> Big Mama died, and you gonna go back eating the same shit that killed Big Mama next Sunday, man? Nigga, Fuck it. Yeah, Chris, go ahead. My bad. We interrupted Chris. Chris, go ahead. Sorry, my bad, Chris. Man, classic. Definitely check out Soul Food if you haven't. But um. You know, this is my first like snow project, really, that I'm sitting down and listening to it. So maybe I haven't caught the bug. It's definitely aspects of the project that I did like. Um, like you, I kind of agree with Nip. I didn't get the the super like. I don't know. When I think of R and B, I think I tend to lean more towards like a, a Jasmine Sullivan style versus kind of the more pop oriented R and B style. I think that's a little bit more popular now. But I did like it. Like I, I definitely went in to give this just a clear point of view. Like 
try and eliminate as much bias as possible. And I enjoyed it. Um, a few of the songs were good on there, especially the ones with Tyler. But outside of that, I actually liked that um, Tangerine Dream song. I thought that was pretty cool. That's and I, I listened. Yeah, I listened to the lyrics, and I actually like her lyrics too on a lot of the songs. Also, like stuff that she's talking about and things like that. It wasn't super surface, so it was a good. It was a good project to me. I would give Snow another shot. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. No hate over here. <laughs> here we go. The Dundata. I told I told y'all I'm not going to disrespect y'all, y'all Poovy and Queen. Y'all can have her. I'm not going to disrespect her. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the, the sultry and soul in the music. I don't. I think it's fabricated. Mm-hmm. It was a couple, like one song where I felt like she, she felt like she was trying to steal Michael Jackson vocals and shit. Like I, I just Damn. couldn't fuck with it. I couldn't fuck with it. I, I, no, I'm not going to say that. I feel like Tyler's joints was official. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a Frisbee. I'll put it that way. Okay. I don't feel like it was a Frisbee. <laughs> it's not a Frisbee. Am I going back to listen to Snow's album? No. If my girl was rocking that joint, uh, I would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Up to about song four, and I'd be like, hey, bitch, change that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you what's your rating, Chris? Man, I gave it. Let me pull this up. I think I gave it a solid three out of five. So, I think what's that? I bootleg enough. My friend had it on. I listened to it. Yeah, my man's had it on. I put it on. Yeah, my man's had it on. Yeah, yeah. I'm at 3.5. Yeah, my man's put it on. I bootleg it because I don't think it's good as the other one. Uh, uh, you know, in my feelings or whatever, but it, it, it I liked it. But yeah, I give it a solid, uh, definitely three point five. I'm not, I ain't that jaded. Where I'm gonna give it no four or five now? Because let's talk, let's talk about repeat value. I probably yeah. would take some songs off here that I think kind of that I feel are sultry and put it on a playlist when I'm mm-hmm. trying to max my white woman. So I get a two point six eight. I'm not trying to max on no white women. So <laughs> two point six eight. <laughs> Leave that up to you, good brothers. <laughs> Lift the touch swine shall never touch mine. <laughs> oh, so you so divine, huh? Man, go to the next topic, Chris, man. <laughs> Look, moving on. Dang. All right, we got uh, IDK, who used to go by J.I.D.K., but he dropped a J. It's just IDK came out of his project. Um, dang, I had the title up. What was it? You see for yourself. Use for yourself. Or you see for yourself. Yeah, you see for yourself. Um, came out with this project. Uh, let's see. How'd you all feel about it? Man, let's let Nip go uh, first. You got a, feelings. I do got feelings, but I have a question first. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to ask the question though. Here we go. I'm judging off of the, the photo album cover uh-huh. and a previous song. <laughs> That we have reviewed about, buddy. Right. Prada, Prada Bang. Prada the Bang. Does he play on the same team that we play on? <laughs> Wait, because uh, I heard that song too. Was he talking about a dude on there? Because he clearly mentions a lot of women on the album. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he. I'm not. He. We don't. I don't know. We. we, don't we know. Us three. We play on the same team. Yeah. 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 Do we play know. on the same team? Know. I don't know. You have to. I don't, I don't no know. Answer. I think Buddy ties a knot in his jersey. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> okay, go. Let's go to your album review now. <laughs> asking, I was just asking that because 
like, okay, so originally when the first, the, the 301, 809 joint, the, the IDK, all, two, three songs in, I text her, I'm like, oh, this shit go. Mm -hmm. I was banging with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the, the further I got into it, like, I, no. No. It sounds fat, but it, it, same shit with Snow. This shit is, Buddy is a plant. <laughs> and the, that's the reason, that's the reason why I asked that first question, because they only put bread behind these old soft-ass niggas, man. That's, what, <laughs> that's why I asked that first question and shit. They got Lil Nas X out here with his fucking ass out and shit. With the goddamn dress on, they put this motherfucker up here with a fucking do rag tied to the side front, like, like I, no. And then he out here talking about everything is his mom and his stepdad fault and his life and shit. Mm -hmm. I can't. I, I was rocking. The shit was cranking at first. It was the first three mm -hmm. drinks. I'm I'm grew. I'm at work. This shit cranking. I'm like, goddamn. Mm -hmm. This nigga keep talking about his stepdad. <laughs> I think he wanted his stepdad to give him the hammer. That's what I thought he wanted. <laughs> But he said he got molested. He might have. Look, you never know. Damn. Boy, his stepdad already gave him the hammer, and he mad about that shit, and he mad at his mom. All right, y'all. That's been the latest episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Oh. So basically, you saying like, knows. like by the time I got to like saw four or five, I'm like, yo, buddy is fucking tripping. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna let you go after that, Chris. I'm 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 gonna wait. I'm gonna go last. I'm gonna let you go after that. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, I mean, I think uh, IDK is a local artist to me. Um, if I'm not mistaken. And overall, you know, with a couple of the um, lower points on there, I I actually like the project. Um. Now that you mentioned it, I could see how you could say maybe it's some plannish vibes. And for me, more so, it's coming from the features he's got on here. Like the features, I don't, the I don't, yeah, you don't really yeah. see a lot of people. Not saying that he's out of the gate because I think he's been rapping for a little bit here now, but to just jump out and you got MF Doom on there, you got Jay Electronic on there, you got you know all these big names. I right. mean, that's kind of crazy. And nobody but, um, knows who this fucking guy is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, that's one point in there, but I all did the like. Was big samples like they had to? You had yeah, to have that's money behind feature. this shit. It was mm -hmm. you had to spend way too much money on them fucking samples, man. Mm -hmm. Way too much money. Definitely, definitely. Even like some of the flips he did, like on the red track, I think you know had the big timers, chorus right. in there, pretty much stuff like that. So I could see how you could kind of put them in that plant lane. Which I mean, hey, who knows? But um, I would say the songs where it wasn't so dour or down, I liked a lot. Um, I like the fact that he featured. Uh, Rico Nasty on there. That's another local artist. So I thought that was cool that he, he featured her, gave her a good look. Um, I like that song too, actually. And overall, I thought it was pretty good. Outside of the, like, okay, this is my struggle in life, and let me make like my whole second, not my whole second half, but a good chunk of the album kind of revolve around this. Um, I think just sometimes, like, if you do it, you got to do it well, or not come across. So, yeah, like victim me. I mean, of course, you know, he may have came, he may have had some difficulty growing up or stuff. But if I'm listening to people's music, I'm not, I'm not trying to 
get into a down mood and stuff, especially when you're talking, you got Young Thug and everybody else on the top end of the album. So I'm in a good mood. I'm feeling, I'm like, okay, okay. You know, you riding along. Then I get to the end. I'm like, damn, you want to feel all depressed and stuff for him because his mom, I guess, wasn't a good mom and his stepdad was whooping him or something. I'm like, man, this is a little too much. But um, yeah, overall, I actually like the project a lot, I would say. Outside of like a couple songs, I, I, I bang with it. All right, I mean, it's my turn now. You see that Jay is clearly disgusted with me and my and my take. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting on my turn. That's all. I'm just waiting on my turn. I want y'all to go do y'all thing. He did this. I never seen him do this one. <laughs> that's, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, I have my, I'm, you know, you know, have my finger, he my got finger over my mouth. I just I'm shut disgusted. the hell up. <laughs> I just shut the hell up. Like, oh, um, I know you're so, it's my turn now. Okay. All right. So I'm starting off, man. This is some shit I didn't expect. I didn't expect this album to be this album. Mm-hmm. I was expecting this dude to come on with some, and I hate to say it. I mean, in DMV artists, don't get mad at me, but y'all know who y'all is. Outside of really Wale, all the jokers is from my area. All of them trying to be like real deep South niggas when it comes to how they rap and how they get down. At libs and all that mm-hmm. shit. Like most of the cats in our area, especially when I, me and Nip were growing up. Let me say that because these mm-hmm. new cats, they're a little different. And I'm going to get into that moment. But most of the cats mm-hmm. me and Nip was growing up that around our age, they all try to sound like South cats. That's why we rocks with Wale because Wale actually sounded like a Northern cat, like guys that mm-hmm. we grew up on. So when I first heard, I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and then just see what I can enjoy out of this. Mm-hmm. But then I get on there and. Dude actually is is rhyming and he's flowing. Um, I heard that he produces these songs too. So I don't know mm. if that helps Nip's argument about him being a plant. Because, again, with him being a new dude, being able to get these samples and all that, somebody got to be backing you. Yeah. So I mean, that, that so that may help his argument being a plant. But this, this dude, IDK, and I don't know how old he is, but you can tell his influences, who he follows musically, because this is a – if. Drake, Kanye, Tyler, all these guys had a baby that mm-hmm. was semi-challenged. IDK's a dude. <laughs> like, because he's not as good as none of them, yeah. but you can feel that he's trying to be them. Every song, you feel like you listen to somebody else. You know, listening yes. to IDK, you listening to somebody else every time you hear a new song. Exactly. And that, I got big Jordan Lucas vibes. I literally vibes. put down when I was writing this, I said, IDK's ability to flow Feels different almost from each track to track. Hell, even feels different sometimes from each verse to verse. Verse to verse, right. And right. so it was almost kind of I was playing the game listening to the album of who's he trying to be like today or on this song mm-hmm. or in this verse. Um, with that being said, I liked it. I mean, Me we too. talked about the guys that I just named outside of Drake. I rocks with all those guys, and I can't get mad at the dude if, and again, this I'm doing it the premise that he's not a plant. I'm doing this from the premise that this is actually his artistic expression. It's mm-hmm. saying industry. If this, I'm, that's the premise I'm rocking with right now. If this mm-hmm. is just the, who he is as an artist because of what he's been inspired and influenced by, it's good shit. It's good. I mean, like you said, the same, like, and you can tell that he is a producer because all the features on here, they pretty much knock it out of the park. And that's yeah. one of the biggest things when you get people featured and it's not a strong production, it don't feel right. But mm-hmm. he pretty much almost matches style to style with all his features. Yeah. And it feels good. It, it, it flows. It feels like they actually possibly sat in the studio together 
and made these songs, which I doubt they did because that's not the era we're in anymore. But it feels that yeah. way, and that's a hard thing to feel like on an album that you mm -hmm. actually was in the booth and telling Offset, nah, 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 say it like this. Mm -hmm. Like, it right. feels that way. I know Nip over scratching his head. He don't feel the same, but I feel like that's a good critique. Uh, my favorite songs on there, Shoot My Shot, the joint with Offset. Um, mm -hmm. Cry in Church, the joint with um, Seven Streeter, but it had the DMX prayer in it. Mm -hmm. That shit go hard, man. I that was like, shit made me so fucking mad. My, 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 <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, that's because that's because you already went into this feeling like it was a plant. If you go over mm -hmm. to looking at it as a plant, yes, I can see because now it feels like exploitation. I get it, and like I said, that's why I made it clear. I'm going to this as me not thinking he's a plant. That this mm -hmm. is his pure artistic expression. Because yes, if you feel like he's a plant, that song feels real suspect. Then because it feels like expectation. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I'm going with it that this was his plan. This is what he wanted to do. Because even when I saw DMX is on the prayer, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to end the song with the prayer. He comes back with another verse, which I thought was like, that's a very unusual thing to do. Once again, that's what I'm going. I thought it was very mm -hmm. artistic. Um, we talked about his ability to switch styles from singing, from trap rap, to body rap, to trail rap. I thought that was pretty dope uh, for him. Kind of kind of hard to take when it is going through that because you try to get into a groove with the album, and mm -hmm. I feel like he flips it up a lot. So the only real negative I have is in Nip's suggestion of planism makes me feel the way I feel when I say the cons is that if this dude is this good, why is nobody talking about him? That kind of lends myself to Nip feeling like it's a plant. It feels like a plant because I, I doubt anybody can listen to this album and think this is a genuine artistic album and not be like, oh, this dude is talented as hell. This is good fucking music. But mm -hmm. the fact that it's kind of been under wraps and I've never heard anything from him because he should have been making good kind of this kind of good music from the beginning mm -hmm. of his career till now makes me feel like somebody found them and said, oh, we can use what you do and magnify it versus anyway. And that goes to another issue. We're just reviewing the album. Yeah, that's my feels on it, man. I, I liked it. If I'm gonna jump right into the ratings, uh, since everybody didn't win, I I will give this a four. I will bootleg this because I think it's dope, mm -hmm. without any kind of suspect or any accusations of industry planning. I would give this a four. I think it's dope. Yeah, um, and now that I'm thinking back to, um, I got a couple extra points. You know, when I was going into the album, you kind of were talking about your expectations. I was expecting something a little bit similar to Gold Link. Because I remember yes. a couple of his previous projects, JIDK, like I think it's one where he's on the field or something on the cover of the album. I remember listening to that a while ago. It's definitely very artistic. So I'm like, okay, you know, you might get sort of those kind of vibes from it. But going into it, yeah, you're right. It was kind of, I was shocked, really. I don't remember the other gold, uh, IDK songs I were hearing, you know, he having this kind of following on the track with these features and stuff like that. But, um, that being said, um, I was surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised. So I have to give it like a 3.8. So my man sat it on. I almost might bootleg it, I guess, <laughs> right on the cusp there. But um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Outside of the, you know, the pandering stuff towards the end, I feel like he kind of went a little bit too hard. But yeah, you can, you can get this shit the fuck up out of here, bro. And like <laughs> I said, I and I really thought it was gonna be a good album. And I'm listening. I'm like, this dude is a fucking plant. Bro, I'm looking at these fucking features, right? You telling me that this nigga, you telling me that Young Thug and Offset, okay, I give you that. If them, if them two niggas are listening to cars, okay, I give mm -hmm. it to you. Westside Gun, 
You think Westside Gun and Young Thug is rapping with the same nigga with Jay Electronica? MF Doom. And then Slick Rick? Oh, come on, oh, yeah. The first thing I did was I saw that shit. I'm like, oh, who? Where's the label? Like, what label is he on? It's no way he can get this many niggas on an album. And I said, oh, it's Warner. Oh, it's a fucking plant. Okay, one, one. I'm not. Hey, look, your opinion's your opinion, but we got to do. Can we say that like what's our guns lyrics and that shit was trash? Can I can I point that out and not be shot? Yeah, I didn't really care. That's fine. I well, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Number two, number two. I'm just going to, and I know Nip is going to flip out. I know the argument Nip's going to make when I say this because I that's the argument. But I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm looking at an album from a person who just started that got uh, Consequence, Jay-Z, Talib Kweli, Common, Jamie Foxx, Ludacris, Most Def, Don't do Freeway. that. Don't you dare do all, it. Because all, he produced, all the first he produced for all them niggas. He produced all for all them niggas, bro. But then no. I say IDK is a producer. Did we not have no. that conversation? He's a producer. IDK has never produced a fucking Slick Rick album. Look, all I'm saying is that I got a lot of jokers on this that I'm looking at on the first album. I got a lot of cats on here that would normally you never do that. Even the hold you on, hold on. Do, that. Even, do you remember this line? I'm the gap like the Banana Republic. And he, he was said how he's merging two different people from different. He was that don't normally rhyme together and do it. I'm just he saying, was. I'm just going to throw that out there. He was doing That's it. Fine. He was doing it before that album came out. Ain't nobody heard no fucking IDK with the fucking Trick Rick nigga. No, look no, here. The shit's of, look here. I'll give I'm him a one point. It out. I'll give him a I'll give him a 1.5 just because I was vibing for it for the first three songs. No, oh, here we go. Here we go. So hold on, hold on. So Kanye West is in a plant because he no. had those people on there because he produced for him. IDK was Kanye producing producing shit before he became a fucking rapper and started making his own album. Like he was years. producing. For he everybody, he was like two years. He was a lot of niggas, bro. It was longer than two years, bro. No, it was like two years when he did that shit, bro. Are you talking crazy? Because he could, he talks about how he couldn't get on with nobody, right? And he talked about when he got with Jay Z. That's when everybody wanted to work with him. That was the blueprint. He was doing shit before. Hold up, you right? I gotta go back and look and look at my credits and shit, bro. Because I swear he was producing shit longer than fucking. And he was still his, his fucking. He was working with fucking uh, no idea. And then before, like before he became a rapper. Yes, he was working under people. So blueprints, two thousand and one. College dropouts, two thousand and four. He he okay. talks about it. He literally talks about yeah. it. How nobody was giving him a chance. And then he got a couple of tracks. He did some underground cats like Jay Allen Lim. Before they heard right. him, and before then Jay was like, he you fucked with Jay, yeah. right? Yeah, but I'm right. saying he wasn't getting all these great artists until he got on the blueprint. Then all these jokers wanted to go to him for that sound. But it was still three years of him putting beats on niggas until he made yeah, his own Yeah, but we shit. didn't know that shit like that. Most cats ain't where no are I D K. All right, where's credit set? All right, I'll, look I'll, at his I'll, last I'll album too. Like I'm I just looked up his last album. I'm gonna last album. He don't no, have not no his album. His I want to see the album where he's just a straight producer for these niggas where he can call in a favor to fucking slick fucking <laughs> Rick. That's where I want to see it. When he can call fucking slick Rick and say, yo, can I get a verse? That's what I'm going to go look for. 
All right. And then if you go look on like, so he had a project in 2018. Some of the features he had, Rico Nasty again, Denzel Curry, which is kind of the same in this class, Maxo Cream. I can understand that. He's got Wale on there. Makes sense because, you know, from the area. Right. Domo yeah, Genesis, yeah. right? So nobody that's like real crazy. Nobody. You go to the next album after that, he don't got no features on the next one. Nobody. It's just him. And then on this one, we going from zero. You got the whole Rick. fucking hip hop history on a goddamn album. <laughs> yeah, Fast, Fast and Furious Nine on the album. Come on, bro. Dom Toretto coming out talking about this is family. <laughs> so y'all try to say that a guy who's talented that gets mm-hmm. with a company. And the company goes and calls up artists and go, hey, I got this talented artist that you can work with. Guys will be like, nah, because you know what? I don't know nothing about him. And he just, you know, he came out of nowhere. So fuck out of here. Is that what we say? He's not, no, he not good not enough to that. get some of them. I'm saying that shit. He's not good enough to get some of them features. It's a lot of niggas that rap way better than this nigga that don't get them features, bro. Okay. All right. It's a lot of people that rap way better than him that don't. Slick. That's the shit I'm going. I'm Slick Rick. Like, you don't hear shit from Slick Rick. You telling me this nigga's coming out the basement for fucking IDK? Maybe he is. Maybe he fucks with the dude, man. But, you know, that goes to show, though, like, some people, they won't feature on somebody unless they really bang from them. Then you got people right. kind of like mercenaries. Like, oh, you got the bag. I'll jump on your track. Like, I think I remember I- Jadakiss talking about this in an interview. Like, oh, yeah, somebody got the money. We can definitely talk business about me being featured on there. Some yeah, people are a little bit more elitist when it comes with who they're going to allow. Or you on have their a song. company, or you have a company, you have a a, a, a fucking label that has mm-hmm. niggas by the nuts and oh, yeah. it's putting niggas on a fucking album. Like, what are we talking okay. about here? I, I, I just got one last question and one last question, and then I'll let y'all have the final word. And I'm going to shut up. All right. Is Drake an industry plant? Yes. Okay. Chris. I don't think okay. So. I'm just asking. Okay, that's all. That nigga was a plant from the rip. You telling me some light skinned nigga from Canada is gonna be out rap? Come, come get the fuck out of here, man. Come on, man. When this nigga in the wheelchair in a fucking sitcom or some shit got shot in the back. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Yes, he's a fucking plant. okay. So that means that so Bum B did a song with him to get the bag. Then he didn't really fuck with Drake, he just wanted the bag. Then yes, okay, all right. I just want to make sure we keeping that same energy. I that's all. That's all it asks. Been wrapping up the fucking wrapping up the impress bun B. Yo, you fucking hot. No, what's the uh? The smoke crack boy. (laughs) That niggas got me hot. (laughs) So fucking. I just want to make sure we keep the same energy. That is all. Okay. Mm-hmm. A 1.5 mm-hmm. for dip. So if this <laughs> girl put it on, he may frisbee it. <laughs> I might frisbee that shit. <laughs> Depends how the women are. I'm throwing that shit out. Mind you guys, oh. this joke is about some frisbee it because he a plant. <laughs> You're like, he, he 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 got the present in the album and he a plant. So I'm throwing it out the window. Right. <laughs> that. Okay, I'm going to make sure we keep the score here. That's All a right. fact. That's what I said. I said it. That's what I'm sticking to. I said what that's, I said. And that's, that's like the drawn that. rule, you know. It's like the drawn rule. Instead of drawn rule, it's a plant rule. Oh if, my! If you're suspected of being a plant, you're liable to get frisbee. <sighs> what we got next, man? Who we got next, man? Culture talk. Oh wait. Oh, we got another. No, no, we got um. Yeah, one more. One more. Styles P. Ghosting. Oh. 
Lay it on me, fellas. How'd you like it? So four. So four. It's styles. I got lyrics. I got skits. I got all that shit. I got everything I need in that joint. So four. I can't say it's a classic. Yeah, okay. I can't say it's a classic either. I did like the the skit though. That those dudes from um a waste of time, I think, podcast are the ones that were featured on there. Um, it was funny. That second one when he's talking about R. Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> it's three in the morning <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. But um, yeah, I like the I like the album, man. It kind of just it found its pocket and kind of stayed in there. I mean, some of the beats were pretty different but it's classic styles um i wasn't disappointed it's i feel like it holds up this will probably hold up in a few years too it's not really um it's not a dated project like i feel like you're not gonna be able to listen to this like two years down the road and say oh hey he came out with this in 2021 this was the the wave that he was on like it, it sounds like classic styles and i don't think it's a classic project but i enjoyed it a lot uh that being said a couple of my favorite tracks on there time traveler That's and uh hit yeah, hit different was was one of my yeah. favorites on there too, but I liked it a lot, man. A solid four for me. All right, um, since we got Nip's review out of the way, yeah, yeah, Styles is Styles is great, man, and I'm still impressed by how after all these years he can still weave these gangster tales and still mm-hmm. be a gentleman, and it don't feel it don't feel passe. It don't feel like oh here you go with another one. It feels mm-hmm. new. It always feels fresh. Yeah. And he doesn't let me talk about Vince always reinventing stuff. Styles ain't reinventing himself, he's just mm-hmm. being who he is, and yeah. it just seems like he just keeps coming up with just dope material and lyrics, hard hitting yeah. beats, hard hitting lyrics. And I'm not going to have this goat conversation. I, I want to have a conversation about cats. Let's let's call it the Scotty Pippen Awards. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's I'm saying like the guy that is like is never gonna get the full shine. But he does all the dirty work and all the shit that needs you to win. Mm-hmm. That's style P, style P all day. That dude is a 20 and 10 guy. If we were playing in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. He's your defensive Hell end man. and run quarterback, but may not get all the sacks, but gets a bunch of pressures that mm-hmm. helps your defense. That's it. That's and it. we got to start. And I'm going to say we. I'm going to say for me, myself, but and I'm going to tell other people, we got to start putting more respect on Styles' name because I don't think a lot of cats out here, if you start looking at his longevity, his discography, this dude mm-hmm. is dropping almost once to twice a year. Yeah, and it's still good music. In the last like, three years, he didn't drop two joints a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit with Dave East, and, like, he didn't drop a lot of shit, bro. Yeah, and, and we, we even on this show, we don't talk about him enough in the echelons of these dudes are just out here doing it, motherfucker, like doing it and doing it great. Like, I think I was talking about to someone else about. People being having, like, I was talking about Lil Wayne, and I was saying, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne with all his longevity seems like he ain't lost something off his fastball. His albums are kind of scattershot, but lyrically, he ain't lost something off his fastball. He still goes. Mm-hmm. But I should have been like, no, Styles P <laughs> lyrically yeah. ain't lost something off his fastball, and the albums be really good to great mm-hmm. almost every time he drop. Um, because again, not enough putting, I didn't put enough respect on Styles' name that mm-hmm. I didn't even think of him to come up when I had talked about longevity. And people, rappers getting older, but still being lyrically extremely dangerous and potent. He's mm-hmm. that guy all the way. Like, I almost, I struggle now to even find a rapper that's been in the game as long as him or longer that's still as lyrically potent and dangerous as he is. Like, ain't nobody trying to rap against Styles. Ain't nobody trying to go at Styles because. It's only one. And you know who I'm going to say, but it's only one. Who's that? Thought. 
That's when they did that. They kept doing the uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. streams of thought and all that shit. Yeah, it's only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh yeah, yeah, one. correct. But yeah, it's just we got to put some on there. Uh, now I did this whole thing about styles, but speaking to the album, uh, Privilege and Time Traveler are probably my two favorite songs on there. Mm-hmm. And, and the crazy thing is, when you go into a Styles P album, you know what you're going to get. You know what exactly what the, the manuscript is, but I feel like he still surprises me. Even when I know going into it, what I'm going to get, like time traveler, like I should not. This dude, this far in the game, should be telling stories and doing the shit he's doing on time travel at this point. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like, and, and the people that want a comparison of this, they go, "Oh, people li- listen to Nip's best friend Jay Z early with reasonable doubts of the story he tells and weaves." So Jay Z mm-hmm. ain't told no stories in the last like ten years. <laughs> like, he ain't like, in the last ten years either. Oh uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can, can, can I reclaim my time, Chris? Shit. <laughs> no, 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 Reclaiming my time. Uh, I don't got no cons on the album. Only con I got is if if you're not into this or you a youngster and ain't really been up on styles, it's gonna be jarring because it feels like 2021, but with a real 90s ass rapper that's out here trying to get busy on every yeah. single track, no days off. So if my only con is if you ain't been part of the you know, D-blocking all that stuff, it's going to be jarring for you because you're used to these ad-libs and Caton's 3 by 3 rappers and Styles going to give you everything but do mm-hmm. it better than all your favorite rappers' favorite rappers. So, um, and if people don't know Styles, that's a quote. But anyway, go anyway. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, are we, if we're giving out, Nip Denari said he's giving it a four. Me too. I'm giving it a 4.5 just because I got to listen to it maybe a few more times before I want to give it a five. But I'm going to give it a 4.5, man. I'm going to okay. bootleg it, but I damn sure was getting close to buying it. I may buy it from the bootlegger. There you <laughs> go. There you go. I'm gonna shoot and- a bootlegger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! No, you gotta, you gotta use a knife. That's what Styles always talking about when he said hawking yeah, people. Definitely gotta stick it. <laughs> you yourself, stick. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one thing I, I like that Styles does too. He kind of linked up with those dudes from Waste of Time podcast, like people that like and appreciate his style of music but are also kind of making names for their own selves in their own realms and media and that can really champion some of the artists that they like you know he's kind of linking up with them getting them involved on the projects that's just going to get him bigger fan base and he's going to be able to you know tour or whatever he needs to do just with the fans that he's building alone and by being consistent He'll have so much material to go on, man. It's going to be crazy. So I'm glad that he's kind of yeah. learning. Not, I shouldn't say it, not learning, but he's taking advantage of the tools and the fans and stuff that are out there that are kind of becoming more prominent themselves. So I really like that. Quick, Absolutely. quick, quick, quick question. The style says Slick Rick on his album? Tony, nah. man, we're going to another comic section. <laughs> we know what album reviews, man. We know what album reviews. <laughs> You out here bugging. We talking about All right. What you want IDK to do to be like, no, 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 don't put a slick work on my album. I ain't got enough no. credibility yet. Like, that's what you wanted him to do? No, I'm just saying. I go, you know, the plan is a plan is a plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Walk like a duck, talk like a duck to motherfucking duck. Where we at, Chris? Okay. <laughs> hey, look. Well, one, I want to shout out Freddie Gibbs is back on Instagram. Sorry, yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. He, he got the craziest stories. Like it just be people like houses blowing up. It be like crackheads backflipping off of buildings. I'm like, where do you find this stuff, shit. man? This is crazy. <laughs> but um, I'm glad he's back on. Hopefully, he can stay 
unblocked or unzucked, I guess. And then for our culture talk, uh, Nick brought this up in the, uh, the group chat, people judging their parents. And this is kind of stemming from the um, IDK album. You know, he had a lot of commentary on there about sort of his upbringing, you know, his mom's deficiency, some of the abuse he suffered, I guess, from his stepdad. So I just wanted to bring that to the table. How do you all feel? And Nick, maybe if you could elaborate a little bit more. Um, I, I just feel like um, I don't want to keep it specific to IDK, cause I, mm-hmm. but I hear a lot of like, you know, just being online and shit like that. Motherfuckers talking about their parents like Mm-hmm. In a in a real disrespectful manner, like mm-hmm. you weren't in the position that these niggas was in back mm-hmm. in whatever the era was that they were in. You haven't raised a family like they have. You haven't mm-hmm. been through the same thing. It's a real arrogant stance that niggas have. So when I, when I listen to the IDK shit, it's like, oh uh, yeah, I wish if my mom would have did this, I would have been a better person. If if my stepdad was this, I would like. All right, is is that a, a is it a fact? Maybe, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. they could have been better parents. But at a certain point, bitch, you got to be your own man. <laughs> like, stop bitching. How old is he? Like, what? Do, how long are we gonna keep bitching about shit that happened back in the day? You can't do that. You can't. You can't. Like, I'm pretty. I don't know. About you, Chris, but I'm, I'm me and Jaden had some, you know, some tumultuous relationships with fucking parents and shit. And this mm-hmm. is like, how long are we gonna blame these niggas for shit that's going on now? Mm-hmm. It's two thousand fucking twenty one. Mm-hmm. What 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 is what what is that shit gonna accomplish? What is you talking about your mom and your stepdad gonna accomplish for you at this point in your life? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And um, I would say kind of along with that, too, it's like the reasons why you're doing that. Like, is it, are you trying to vent? Is the individual trying to make himself relatable to other people that are going through those things? Because um, if so, I think it would be a good idea to kind of espouse like maybe therapy or how you're working through some of these feelings and stuff that you got. So that way, the younger generation coming up, you know, they're hearing your project, you know, maybe they're dealing with some of that same stuff, but at least now you're kind of showing them a way to kind of start to fix some of those things. And like you said, kind of man up and and figure out, you know, okay, yeah, this happened, but this is not going to control my life. You know what I mean? So I I definitely get your point. Mm -hmm. Just fucking, just stop bitching. Like, like, if it was one song, like, all right, I got one mm-hmm. song, like, all right, this shit kind of fucked me up a little bit as a youngin, but I got <laughs> over it. All right, cool. Yeah. And then the second song, I'm like, okay, he's still on it a little bit. Like, all right, I get it. It's two songs. But, like, you, yeah. you like, come on, cuz. Like, you you acting mm-hmm. crazy. But, but that's, like, a theme of, like, I think of the people in our generation, especially the people that, the, 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 in, the in the generation after us, it's like, Motherfuckers want to be victims, so like you want to blame everything, every fucking downfall of your life mm-hmm. on everybody else. You can't mm-hmm. do that shit, man. Like, yeah, the your parents are regular ass niggas, bro. Mm-hmm. For people that grew up in the 80s, like your parents were born in what the 50s or 60s, mm-hmm. like 
Drugs and alcohol was the shit back then. Mm -hmm. So it ain't shit for motherfuckers to be fucked up and raising a kid. Mm -hmm. You don't know how hard it is to like get off of shit, become a different person, mm -hmm. uh, uh, make habits that you never had habits, like be like, it's, it's a hard thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, and then especially from a nigga, I don't know his personal situation. I don't know if he got kids or not, but especially to speak on parenting, when you're not a fucking parent, it's it's fucking crazy to me. It's some wild shit to do. I say. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know, Chris. Did you already comment on it? I know you you mentioned something briefly, but um, you, you, yeah, I would just say, you know, you can't really until you're in those shoes. It's hard to say what you would do and not do in that situation that you're placing if you were your parents, and like. Nip was saying, I do think um, some people in our generation do have kind of like a, a victimish mentality, but I don't think it's everybody. I just think it's magnified because on social media is normally the loudest messages that get put out there. But I know it's a lot of people going through some messed up stuff, but they're, you know, trucking along, you know, they're doing what they need to do to get right with themselves and then even try and mend some of those relationships they had in the past. So. I think you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt and also like how we kind of see some of this stuff play out. Like I listened to the the Joe Bunn podcast, right? He always talks about how his dad was on drugs and stuff like that, you know, when he was coming up. So he really wasn't his life as much, but through therapy and kind of working things out, for possibly being able to mend it. Like he'll call the dad on the, the podcast and, you know, they'll chop it up and they'll talk about stuff. So, I mean, stuff like that is good to see, but I definitely um, know what you're talking about as far as, just not i don't want to say whining because you know maybe he had experience and he feels strongly about but like you say you don't want to make like a, a huge giant chunk of your, your project sometimes just tailor it to because i mean some people just don't really care okay uh look man we in a what is it uh intersectionality with this one man like i i, I feel you nip i mean you Complaining about what your your parents did to you and whatever like that, and you don't know what they're going through and yada yada yada. But and I say this, and I'm saying it to be fucked up. But why does he have to care about what his parents is going through? Like they put him into this world. They from their decisions from putting him into this world, he's mm -hmm. been put through trauma from decisions made by them that he had no control over. So I don't give a shit if you was on crack because that's what you was doing because it made you feel better. You still had a child to take care, provide, and give the best thing. Now, granted, we know as parents, it's a lot of trial by error. It's a ton of trial by error. You try to get your kid out with the least amount of trauma that you possibly can you give can possibly them. Can. That's fair. And do it. His parents did a bad job. He can look back and probably as he tries to recover or work with or fix or whatever thing with his trauma and go... Mm. They did a bad job, and in this critique is a fair one because it's his personal experience. Mm -hmm. I can't tell him how to feel. I can't tell him what to perceive, but I can tell him that, yeah, some of coping with your trauma is pointing out that someone traumatized you. I don't see anything wrong with doing that. Now, if he's using that trauma as the background or the forefront of his victimhood or the forefront of I'm not successful because of, which obviously – you just talked about him being plant central. He's got <laughs> successful regardless of the trauma. 
Mm-hmm. I'm okay with him talking that talk if it is a way for him to express his tra- trauma positively, get it out, and if it's therapeutic for him. Now, I get your point. You don't want to hear that shit. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, just like the parents, you got a choice to listen to it. He yeah. got a choice to make it as an artist. But we all talk about wanting something real from our artists, and we want something personal to a degree. Now, let's mm-hmm. be real. Like I mean, like I tell people that don't listen to rap and they go, how do you listen to all that blah, 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 and violence and blah, blah, blah. I said, you, you, you watch a Scarface movie. Right. You entertain. Exactly. You That's watch it. Godfather. You entertain. That's I said, it. all these guys are doing is telling me stories no different than a movie. They're just doing it through audio and through beats and doing different art form. Yeah. So with that being said, going back to the main point of this is that he's expressing his artistic or his trauma through that moment or his therapy through that means and all that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good subset of people who probably have felt what he felt that are going to relate to that. And because of that, that being relatable, it's going to grow him a fan base because the people mm-hmm. are going to look at him and go, Hey, he experienced the same thing as I experienced. Funny enough, I had a friend that visited and a friend that I knew from college that we mutually knew, uh, they had a, a baby pass away at like one year and two, three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were trying to be there for the friend, like heavily. And at one point, she even told the, the person I'm f- cool with that it's hard to talk about my trauma or talk to you about this stuff when you have an experience what I experienced. So when she was going to therapy and group help, the group help, it helped her because she's sitting in a room with people that have experienced exactly what she experienced. Mm-hmm. And that was therapeutic to her. That helped her get over the emotion, not over it, but you get what I'm saying. You never get over that. But it helped her be able to move on and move progress. Through. Now, luckily enough, right. they have a, they just had another baby, um, one month or two months old, a baby boy. So, you know, things worked out for them good at the end of it, preferably, right. if you want to say that. And some people don't get that chance. But the point I'm getting to of all of this is that him putting that in that form of people blaming their parents or X, Y, and Z, a lot of times that is a call and a cry for help because they have trauma that they can't express in a mm-hmm. way that they can get to the point of closure and moving forward. So when I hear people that keep harping on, well, we see it on TV. Well, my father did this to me. And you're like, okay, well, what's the next step? These people need help. That's why they keep harping on it. Because just mm-hmm. like you, just like me, just like Chris, if something that happened to us that we got over, we don't keep bringing it up. We take the and keep moving. And we may right. do a testimonial to somebody who's mm-hmm. going right. through something similar and go, hey, yeah, you know what? Right, like, hey, listen. Yeah, right, right, so right, when right. I hear someone who's repeating their trauma about their parents and blah, 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 that just tells me they need help. They have not got help because they have not done the closure. And I can't. Yes, I'm with you, Nip. I'm going to be the same way. I'm going to be like, man, it's time to get over it. Like, you, you, you 47 years old, ain't got no job. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, man. beating your like, ass. And, 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 get, that, that don't correlate at this point no more. But at the same token, that mental block may be the reason why they don't have a job. That mental block or that whatever is in them may be the reason why they can't function in society properly, why they can't keep a job, why they can't keep love interests or loved ones, or why they abuse their own kids. Like mm-hmm. that mental block is something that may be in their mind, regardless of how we feel, in their mind, that may be the blockage that stops them from being successful. The point is, is they should probably get the help so they can remove that blockage. And maybe they realize they just they ain't shit. And they got to deal with that then. But at the end of the day, whatever hurdle we all have that we think that ain't helping us progress. Removing that hurdle is what makes us progress. And these guys that are stuck in that moment, they just ain't got the help to remove that hurdle. So I'm like you. I don't want to hear that shit when you're a grown-ass man. But with the same token, I don't want to hear that shit because I didn't experience that. But I guarantee mm-hmm. you, if that grown-ass man talked to somebody who's experienced it, 
They probably have a pity party together, and it's still probably not healthy. But at the end of the day, they will have somebody that actually will care about what they're saying. Where we and us, we kind of like, man, all right, bro, <laughs> this is the third time I've seen you. You keep talking about this, man. Like, don't talk to me no more. Like, I'm good. I'm just gonna let this box. You just keep it moving. But mm-hmm. and so. That, it's a hard thing to go because, again, I, I don't want to be insensitive, but also mm-hmm. we all got our own stuff. And I can't carry your luggage if I'm carrying mine. So, nah, mm-hmm. bro, we good. You told me we good. Move on. So, yeah, nah, but that parent stuff, man, it's tough, man. Like, it's us being parents, bro. We mean, me and being you talk about tons about parents and styles and doing the difference about our parents and why our parents did what they did and why we do what we do now and how do we talk to our kids versus how we would talk to and how we just like it's a it's an all trial out here thing, man. And okay. if he did experience some molestation or whatever, which I think we talked about on the album by DK, that's something you need help for. If you a trifling dude that was a mama's boy and your mama did everything for you, you never did for yourself, and then she died, and then you can't function in this world. That's mm-hmm. trauma from your parents because they didn't teach you how to function in this world. Like that shit can happen, man, and be a roadblock. But at the end of the day, like you said, that I ain't trying to hear that. Once you get past. I'm gonna say 27 is my cutoff. As you get past 27, I give it 30. A... I give <laughs> okay, it 30. all right, let's go 30. I give it a 30. And that's generous because we're looking at it from men in the United States. Like, think about some of these young kids and stuff in third world countries or something, the war torn and everything like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, even in the states, and I, I wouldn't even say outside of the United States, certain communities, stuff like that, is war zones here too. You, they dealing with so much death and destruction. They don't have the luxury to wait until thirty or twenty-seven to try and figure out what's next on their plate and how you know how they're going to move forward. So it, right. it's crazy out there. You're right. You're right. No, I got no argument there, man. And I think just to kind of put a pin on it, I'm perfectly fine with artists feeling free to express themselves, but I feel like if you're going to do it. And it not seem like pandering or that you're trying to specifically target like a, a demographic or something. You just got to make sure that the art related to that is excellent. Like, I think a couple examples, I mean, it was just popping to my head for whatever reason. Like, think about somebody like what Eminem or something, right? How he was dealing with those crazy ass fans going on. I know Nip's looking crazy, but. <laughs> But think about it though, like two of his hardest songs, you got Stan, right? Talking about how these crazy fans like is just out of control and want you to be their messiah and everything like that. But look, you're just another person. Then the way I am, like how the industry and everybody, they want you to be a certain way. You got to, you know, uphold to this sort of status they got for you, but you can't do it. So you're going to be whatever they call you. Like, I don't know. I think those are two good examples of people that are taking stuff that they're dealing with, but making good art out of it. And I don't think either of those songs felt like he was pandering to anybody specific. It was more so a F you for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that was a good call. What else we got left? We got anything left for the culture? Yeah, man. And and I don't know. I was kind of sad to bring this one up, man. We might have to retire a, a club classic. Oh, my goodness. What is going on? Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson. They didn't got to Juvie the Great, man. Say it ain't so, Jay. Say it ain't they so. Can't, they, they can't cancel our jam, bro. But <laughs> we they gotta either pick or just vax that thing up, bullshit, man. Right, Look, yeah. first it was Beyonce with "Before I Let Go." Yeah, she not exactly. trying to COVID no. out, back that thing up. We gotta stop. No, 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 no. Beyonce still number one with the fuck shit. You can't touch. You can't touch that song. You can't touch it. The fuck out of here. I don't care how great of an artist you are. You can't touch that fucking song. 
So we saying Beyonce before I let go is a worse offense than yes, it is. Hang up. Yes, yes, it oh is. Oh my god. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm yes, glad. It is. I'm glad for once to be on the other side of this. Let Chris take this heat. <laughs> man i don't know it's just something like oh my goodness i'm like dang at first i you thought it was juvenile I, I was like okay okay look this is papa size is not a word pop aside pop pop whatever <laughs> you can't make before i let go a fucking pop song you can't do it Mm-mm-mm. you can't do it okay yeah i, I, I guess we probably get a little bit of context for everybody that don't know juvenile and them came out with a you know, pro vaccine, vax that thing up off his probably greatest club banger, strip club banger of all time. Uh, back that thing up, and uh, that's what Nipidum is upset about. I think I have a clip here that we can give to the, the, the to the crowd and get a little bit of so people can understand why Nip is in total dismay of here. Um, but give you a little bit here. Go ahead, run it. You're finna online, day chat, find a main chat, open up the okay ass, okay, yeah, pop up picture looking tight, yeah, nice, yeah, got your bio reading right, yeah, precise, yeah, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait, yeah, gotta go back to nature, get it straight, yeah, girl, you look good, want your vax that thing, I'm using a handsome young brother, want your vax that thing, yo, they in real life, you need to vax that thing, yo, feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing, yo, girl, you look you know what, I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna change my answer. That might be number one. <laughs> it's worse. That, might, that might be number one. That might be number one, dog. And you that know, what, you know it, ain't, it, ain't no, it ain't no mic. It, it, it yeah, no it's mic. number one. It's number one. It's number one. Fuck it. It's number one. <laughs> and you know what took me out? Like at first, I just saw Juvie. I'm like, okay. You know, things no, maybe a little slow for Juvie. Maybe he sold out. Okay. Then I saw Manny Fresh get on. I said, oh. Manny, no, nah, no fucking way. Me and X, tell me if you want a fucking nigga named Scott. You, no, nah, no, nah, bro, no. You're right. It's number one. It's number one. It's number one. Oh, it's number one. Before I let go, it's a close number two. But it's, it's number no, one. It's no, number no, one. no, 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 no. Before I let go, it's a, it's a number three. What's number um, two? What's number two? <laughs> I'm about to bring y'all. No, this may be worse than back that thing up. I'm about to bring y'all probably the worst thing you didn't probably ever heard in your life. And it's so offensive that I'm mad that uh we didn't we didn't come for her neck for this. Well, we kind of did, but we let her off easily because she's white. But I'm about to get you right here. I'm getting it loaded up for you guys. If people at home, you're gonna hear it, or the people are listening just on you're the You're right. No, you're right. This is number one. Fuck, I see this little tech. It's number one. It's number yeah. one. <laughs> number two. This shit is number one. What? Dog. Two. Oh. Yeah, this yeah, this is number one. Somebody should have beat her fucking ass. What you're listening to, ladies and gentlemen, this is Taylor Swift's rendition of Earth, Wind, and Fires, September. Probably one of the greatest songs that's ever been created. You just do that mayonnaise on it. Please cut this shit off. My cat is mad. He going off. Please. I'm a, my head is going to fucking explode. And that was number one. Right now. So Beyonce can get number three. Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift is number one. <laughs> Juvie the Great is number two. And Beyonce is number three. Let's do, let's do it that way. Because this shit is disrespectful. <laughs> she need her ass beat for that one. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. 
She should have got a mud hole stomped in her ass for touching that fucking Everybody that hated Kanye because of Taylor Swift, Kanye should be your best friend. Yeah. Kanye should be your best friend now. Yeah. He should have interrupted that song. Yeah, he should have said, "Excuse me, I'm I'm not going to let you finish." Yeah, <laughs> but Beyonce, yeah, like Frankie Beverly cover, yeah. maybe the worst thing ever before this. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that that's oh, it's just flagrant. It's just flagrant, you know. Hopefully, they don't. We got to start protecting our classics more. Like, there should be some sort of cultural review board when a company or governmental agency, whomever. Hey, yeah, let's flip this song. Uh, we want to flip Look, juicy. No, this is what no. happens when these fucking new artists get too much fucking money. And these older niggas that paved the way don't got the bread, so they just let them let them use the shit so they can get the bread, and they do fuck shit like that. A fucking Look. acoustic fucking September. Either, either Earth with a fire ain't got their masters, or they, they was going broke. It gotta be one or the other, because it ain't no way somebody came and said, Hey, uh, I got a thing. Tell us what's <laughs> to cover your September. And you was like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, send the chat. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just man. If anybody, people that are listening, George, George Clinton would never. <laughs> everybody that's listening, they can't see us. Nip has the most disgruntled face. This might be the most enjoyable segment we've had on the show for me. Yeah, yeah. See Nip just up in arms for about a good. Hold on, we started this at a uh, seventy minutes, and we're now at uh, seventy-six minutes. This might have been the most enjoyable six minutes of my life. Going on seven minutes now. This might be. I just enjoy every moment of this because Nip's face is just. He look like he's ready to puke. <laughs> look, first of all, Slick Rick now is this. He's like, he's like, if you got to have a couple Fuck, beers, man. then you get off, man. You, you got My heart is fucking broken today, bro. I can't do it. It's too much. It's too much bullshit for the day. Mm-hmm. Break this shit hey. up. Hey, you heard <laughs> it, it folks. Take it on hold for us, Chris. <laughs> you heard it, folks. Suited him. This has been another episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. Um, again, make sure you like, subscribe, follow. Uh, all of us on all of our social media we're on facebook youtube instagram you can catch clips of the episode for some of your favorite segments and also episodes entirely and we're also hosted on a bunch of different podcast uh services you got anchor we're on spotify uh, iHeartRadio. i'm sure you could probably find this it's, it's, it's a bunch of places on there we're available so be sure to check us out and definitely comment like and subscribe you know we've seen a lot more comments on the youtube here lately which has been pretty cool so Continue to, to chime in. You know, was our take wrong? Did we? Did you have another song that beats out Taylor Swift's September as one of the, the worst atrocities ever created musically with our music? Let us know in the comments. But again, we'll be right back with you next week for another episode of Gladiator Soccer Podcast. Peace. Yes, sir. Take that rubber off. Fuck that whole meat to me. <laughs> this, this is a head cannon production. Circus Duction.